living in 2 BHK is as satisfactory and happy as living in a 10 BHK bungalow. It's same. So your race is not about the money. Your race is about the freedom, and that is what people need to think about. From day one, if you feel, what do people want? Somebody who is struggling to get his food for the night, or somebody who has billion dollars in his bank. What do all of these people want? Average people, what do they want? Everybody wants one thing: happiness. We all want to be happy, and happiness comes from freedom. This is episode number one hundred fifteen of the Inspiring Talk with Raj Shamani. Welcome back inside yet another episode of the Inspiring Talk. My name is Vijay Gautam. I'm your host for this show. Each week, I interview today's most successful and inspiring personalities to help you realize your inner potential. I'm excited to have Raj Shamani on the show today. Raj is a digital content creator with over one million followers across the platforms. He is a keynote speaker who has delivered more than two hundred keynote speeches in twenty-six countries. And here's what's interesting about Raj: at the age of sixteen, he started his first company, which was making one million US dollars revenue within a year. At the age of seventeen, he delivered speech at the United Nations. At the age of eighteen, he started fully sponsored Europe tour, delivering speeches in fourteen different countries. At the age of nineteen, he met Gary V and became an investor. At the age of twenty, he gave his TEDx talk, and this list of his accomplishments goes on and on. He is one of the top creators of the country. Who is inspiring people through his content and journey? In this episode, we dive deep into the understanding of financial freedom, and we also talk about emotional, psychological, and societal freedom, and how all of these are linked together. And no wonder our conversation went on for one hour thirty minutes. There's a lot to take from this episode. Pay attention, take notes, and enjoy the conversation. Welcome back inside yet another episode of the Inspiring Talk, and I'm super excited to be joined by Raj Shamani. Raj, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me here. Okay, it has been a long time, like since I've been on someone's podcast, because most of the time I am calling people on my podcast, so it it feels good to be on the other side of the dial. Yeah, it's always uh, good to be on the other side of the table. So for me as well, when I go on the other podcast, I'm like. Often time we'd have like welcome to the show and I'm like oh I realize that I'm a guest on the show <laughs> not a host. <laughs> I think it was a couple of months back I came across this post on LinkedIn from a random guy that says that goes something like this how I met Gary Vaynerchuk and then he talks about how he went to this event and then there's Gary Vaynerchuk talking with other people and he said that he goes and says to Drock who is the videographer for Gary V and uh, says that hey I just want to stand here and see how he is having conversation with these folks and I just don't drink and I'm just here I just want to stand and see him and that got me intrigued like you know that sounds interesting and that's how I came across you uh, when I was just thinking like hey how did I came to know about Raz <laughs> and then later on I discovered your content on Instagram and I'm like wow this is really interesting so <laughs> 
if your life was a movie hmm where would it begin where would it begin yeah uh, how would it start okay it would start in indore mm-hmm. in a small colony which we call a street called dwarkapuri okay that's where it starts mm-hmm. i have a vivid memory of where i was born and how my surrounding was how my first house was there was my house then uske paas mein there was a little small plot and then near that plot there was a lake it's not a lake how do you call it like it's something which is everybody's in when we were young people used to throw their trash into that piece of water like yeah. that particular mm-hmm. water body that was i used to live near by that and i was fortunate enough to be born in a family where my mom dad uncle grandfather grandmother we were like 10 people in the family i never felt a need where i had to go out and start paving my own way and try to live an uncomfortable life because my parents and my family made sure that i live a com- pretty comfortable life they were struggling when we started but when i was born they were they were really struggling my dad was just trying to get it get his way past everything else so but he never made us feel that so that's where i come from i saw my dad going from nothing to our hero our family zero our extended family zero the city zero and now the country zero because he runs one of the biggest ngos in the country so mm-hmm. i've been blessed to see entrepreneur right in front of me that's mm-hmm. where my journey starts it starts with an admiration mm-hmm. so my journey starts with admiration where i look up to this one person in my own house where mm-hmm. who's not educated enough who doesn't mm-hmm. come from rich background who has tried maybe 10 20 different type of businesses and before i was born he has pushed cards on the street try to sell coconuts and from mm. there on he goes on to build an empire that is where my story starts it starts with a dream that was seeded or planted on you not directly yes. though just by observing your dad working and trying so hard to make sure that you know his kids and family get what he couldn't get absolutely like my father said when we were young right so my father always used to say this one thing that i didn't get everything in my life but i'm going to make sure that my kids get everything and that's what i think every father does right absolutely but yeah i was the eldest boy in the entire family and because uh, you know since the beginning boys have been taught that one day you have to take care of the family one day you will be the one leading the charge so i used to look up to my dad and be like dad you know what what will i be able to do? will i be able to do this because i'm not good at studies i'm not good at sports i'm not good at speaking in english or talking to someone and just holding a conversation because till 12th i was not able to speak in english properly so my dad used to be like that's for you to decide later today i'm going to make sure that no matter where you are you are living a comfortable life so you have time till 25 till the age of 25 you figure out whatever you want to do if you are successful in your thing we will push you we'll help you we'll support you with that if not i'll kick you and make you do what i feel like is right <laughs> so till 25 you have time no i think that's that's a really you know great thing a parent can do for their child because a lot of parents do not give this kind of liberty for their kids to and and tell them like you know go and do whatever you want to do yeah yeah i've been fortunate i mean 
touch wood, man. Like I've been blessed with this thing that my parents never, ever, ever stopped me from doing what I wanted. Never. Like in terms of career specifically, never. In fact, I remember when I told my dad, like I want to become a sports person. He's like, become a sports person. I said, I, I want to become a basketball player. That's like, find out whether your height, health and your abilities are suitable to that thing is no. If the answer is yes, I'll support you. Even mm-hmm. though back then, my dad didn't know what basketball is or was. Yeah. Okay, so he had never seen any basketball because in India, there's apart from cricket, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. And especially if you come from a family who's, who's not exposed, very well exposed to the modern world. So, mm-hmm. my dad's like, do whatever you want to do. And I've been fortunate that way. And even till date, my dad has more data points about my content than me. He knows that, okay, your this video reached million. Your this video didn't do well. Your this video, oh, now you have 40 videos who have crossed millions. Now you have 52 videos which have crossed million. Now you have wow. this. Like, yes, with dates, with time, he knows everything. The day mm-hmm. my followers get 100 below, like the other day, my follower count dropped from 100K. No, 1K, sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my dad was, he just called me in the middle of the night and was like, you know what? Your followers are dropping. What are you doing? You need to buck up, right? You need to do something <laughs> really good. Or have you thought wow. that you're just done here? I was like, no, 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 dad. Like I'm really doing it. Wow. So he keeps an eye. He supports me a lot. Mm. Does that also put a lot of pressure on you? That No. Uh... Mm-hmm. Not at all. Because this takes me back so maybe to again. in a healthy way? Child. No, not at all. Not at all. Nothing. My parents have never put me pressure and nothing they say has put me pressure till now. And mm-hmm. uh, this this gets me back to my school days, okay? When I was in 9th or 10th standard, my, I was born in a family of toppers. All mm-hmm. my cousins are toppers. They all are like 94%, 96%. My dad was a state topper till 10th, then he had to leave studying. So, everybody is mm-hmm. topper. And I am getting 55%, 60%. Okay. My dad comes to me in 10th standard. He's like, Everybody is talking about it. And 10th boards is really important to get marked. If you come from a middle class Indian family, bro, you know yeah. what happens, right? You need Absolutely. to get, there's, there's nothing below 90. There's nothing. They don't know, they don't know any other number, <laughs> right? So, my dad comes to me and he's like, you know what? You do whatever you want to do. Just make sure that you give your best. Even if you fail, it doesn't matter. Marks in koi bada bana hai, na koi ban sakta hai. Try karte ro, that's all I care. This was 10th standard. And he's talking in front of 10 people in my family. And all 10 of them are toppers. Mm. Telling them in, on their faces that marks are not going to So, I think that's the attitude my dad carries. That's the attitude my mom carries. Everybody is very happy with whatever I do. And I think. They support me in a way where it's like, that's like, jab tak main na, mm-hmm. tak doesn't matter, we'll figure out together something. We'll do something together. Doesn't matter what you do. Even if you fail, you get up tomorrow again, we'll have to push carts on the road, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. Till the time you, me, your brother, your mom, we are here, we can get it done. What do we need? We need, there are three people to feed one girl. That's it. We can do that. And it's interesting, right? While you have this amazing support system at your home, you know, your dad supporting you and, and, and allowing you to do whatever you want to do and giving you the freedom that you wanted to. We'll go in deep about freedom as a you know, theme later in this conversation. But on the other hand, at the school, you struggled being accepted 
oh being accepted God. and and you know trying to fit in trying yeah. to be cool kid uh, okay so i'll talk about this journey okay because uh, when you are especially a teenager okay when you are in teenage years you're just you just hit puberty you're getting out of your shell and especially in india you've been taught since the beginning that you need to seek validation so since the beginning it, it goes back then when we were 5 years old when we were 5 years old our mothers tell us they she dresses up and she's like now you're all ready good looking now go ask your dad how do you look so when you're 5 year old you have been taught that you need to seek validation from other person you're never taught that you know go look yourself in the mirror and check how do you look no and they, they themselves don't know that they are doing it right they are unconscious of it i'm not saying that it's wrong or right i'm saying that oh, you yeah. have been taught since the beginning that you need to seek validation from other people you need to do that and that becomes a constant urge and constant need then as you grow you start asking your cousins how do you look how do you sound how do you how's your outlook in the world then you start asking your friends so at every point you're seeking validation from external factors so now validation has a pretty sweet point okay it's a, it's like an addiction once you've gotten a validation you need more validation so i am in my teenagers i'm in my 10th i don't remember anything before 10th and uh, 10th 11th i guess i'm not good at sports so no guys are you know looking at me as someone who will who we should hang out with or who we should include to in our parties because parties were what like just sports people like you know basketball team ek sath ghumega football team ek sath rahega and all of that will happen right then there's you can't speak in english properly so no girl is interested in you because girls technically at that time especially in my school they were more driven towards people who could speak flawlessly and fluently okay and who were like mm. then you were not even good at studies so teachers are also not giving you attention so literally in school nobody is giving you attention and you you spend more than 60% 70% of your day in your school there nobody is giving you attention nobody is even caring about your existence that you are there yeah right so that made me ask myself a lot of questions bro i'm not good at anything mm-hmm. what do i do so people there are three types of people in school a people who are really good at b who are not good at and c also who are not good at but b category is someone who's being made fun of mm-hmm. ki ye acche nahi hai to inki udao you know these are the people who we should make fun of and c is the category who's worse because they are the ones who's making fun of the b category <laughs> okay so so a is alone b is less worse and then there's worse good bad and worse the worst people are even like they are the above everyone because they make fun of everyone so middle jo people who are in middle who are not bad but they are not good either they are the ones who are not getting any people. attention yeah they average people they are useless they pretty much useless yeah and i totally you know relate to that because if you are really a good kid if you are good at something right whether that's sports whether academically whatever you are on a spotlight you know your teachers will start notice you know people in your maybe your juniors and seniors will start notice and you kind of become mini celebrity in your school yes and then the kids who are really bad really bad at anything like where you fail all the seven subjects and you know then you are also on the spotlight then you know because your teachers your parents everybody is kicking your butt saying that you know you are good for nothing yeah and the average kids really you know as you said 
they are almost non-existent because parents yep. don't bother. They know that you know he's not going to be a topper and he's not going to fail either. He's yeah, just gonna... they've accepted the fact. They're like he's just like average mango people. So I call mango people like Aam Admi is useless. <laughs> we don't stand anywhere in the school life specifically. Okay, so we are useless. Nobody's paying attention at us. Now useless are the ones they are getting taunted the most. They are getting criticism the most. They are getting scolded the most. Why? Because people have accepted the fact that the bad ones, they are not going to listen anyway. Unko bolne se matlab hi nahi hai. Yeah, and I think there's a you know while you were saying this, something that really came up to my mind is the people who we are saying like you know who are really not good at anything, and I think they have in a way released that pressure because they have made everyone believe that you know what, and everybody would say like you know he's good for nothing. So expectations are extremely low. Nobody expects anything out of them, and they are like because nobody is expecting, people give up on them, right? You know, they people start stop telling them anything. Like you do whatever you want to do. So because you know people don't have expectation out of you, and I think in a way you are relieved. I think about this way. So when you know you want to do something and you ask your parent, and people say no to it, and and there are kids, no matter how many times parent would say anything to them. They are still gonna do it the other way around, and then at one point of time, parents will give up, saying that you know you are not gonna do anyways. So how does it matter? So I think yeah, yeah, that's what happens. And then now the people who are in average and they want to get out of the shell and they want to go up, they start asking themselves the question. And just because they ask themselves question, they try to do something stupid. That out of asking question, oh, what am I doing? I really need to do something. I need to get out of this. We start asking questions, and then we're like, "Bro, you need to do something. Get out of this shell." So I did the same thing. I went up to my teachers and be like, "You know what? I'll become the host for the annual function in the school." Mm. My vice principal told me, "Shut up. We cannot put a useless kid like you in front of all the people and jeopardize the image of our school." Wow, and that. Kind of made sense, <laughs> but it was really bad. It hit me, and then the transformation started happening. And I was like, one day that it came out of rage that I will become such a good speaker that even if this person, this vice principal, didn't give me the spotlight which I wanted, I'll get that spotlight automatically. So that's why I just wanted to become a better communicator so that I could host an annual function by myself. So what started as a rage. Today became my purpose. Wow, and you know, in a way, I can also relate similarly. Like I, I have grown up average all my life, right? No, it's a hard hitting failure till my twelfth, and here I sit for an exam for a university where I wanted to go, and I couldn't get through. And I'm like, I have never failed, and here I am. You know, I can't get to this university, and and that's when you know I remember and telling to myself that. Doesn't matter if I can't get to the best university, but I'm gonna be best wherever I go. And then you know, that's when my own transformation journey kind of you know started. And thanks for sharing that. And then obviously you know after that you went on to hit milestones and after milestones and milestones after that. So quickly you know in a quick snapshot, maybe just walk audience through you know the milestones that you have hit in your life, and maybe you know after that we'll talk about some of the deep stuff. <laughs> Okay, I haven't done anything significant as of now. I've only tried to improve. Like I am a deep believer of two things. Okay, having a wealth creation mindset and personal growth. 
so personal growth starts with communication so all i did was i wanted to become a better communicator i just started pursuing that i want to be able to communicate better that's all i started with and that led me to start a business where i became the good sales person and then that led me to run one of the most successful fmcg companies in central india then that took me to united nations and made me one of the youngest speakers in the world to speak for india at united nations we are in europe that took me to tedx talk that took me to couple of like couple of colleges across the world like babson college world's number one entrepreneurship college warwick business school world uk's number one college then x like it took me to now today a point where i've given speeches in more than 26 or 27 countries and i've spoken at more than 250 stages i've been fortunate to meet people like richard branson tony robbins gary vaynerchuk and have been fortunate to share stages with these people and now started creating content and i've been fortunate and grateful that everybody started loving my speaking style or the kind of messages which i'm putting but everything today now i have around uh, i think close to million followers across the platforms and all of this still boils down to one thing trying to become a better communicator trying to become a better public speaker that's it hmm. so this is what i've done and just because i wake up every day with this mindset that i need to become a better communicator i need to i need to give better messages out there in the world has has taken me from a useless kid to today wherever i am today yeah absolutely and uh, it started with that one thing that happened one incident in your life where you know you said that okay now i need to do something about my life yep and then actually you know that if that wouldn't have happened i wouldn't be here because at first all i wanted to was i just wanted that stage and annual function then later when i started learning about communication i became a better speaker i became better communicator i started creating content i realized i have literally as i believe every person has a value okay so i'm a very business kind of person so every person has a value we all have hourly value like hmm. your one hour means xyz my one hour means xyz Absolutely, jeff yeah. bezos one hour might mean 1 billion dollar like i don't know but hmm. everybody has that hourly value so i believe that i have been able to go from my zero hourly value where i applied to 70 different companies for an internship to learn about fmcg they all rejected me they didn't give me internship even for free hmm. okay nobody replied so my hourly value was zero to whatever my hourly value today is as i have done nothing as just try to become better communicator and mm. that is why i want to teach people and come out more and be like you know what guys i just want you to learn this one thing just start talking start talking in a way which people can understand start talking in a way which influences people start talking in a way which moves people that's yep. it that can get you from zero to xyz net worth you said wealth creation and uh, the first way when you thought about like you know what i need to create wealth yeah make money for myself and i'm sure it could be because you have seen your father working hard the kind of background that you come from right and that could be why you started and now when you look back because you have your own fortune 
in the entire journey. And when you look back at this, right, how does it feel? Like the reason that I'm asking this is a lot of young people or the people who come from the average and middle class family, we think that, you know, that's the end to it. That I make a certain amount of money and I'm done. I feel it's not okay that they're wrong. Let me tell you. Let me tell you that it's wrong. Absolutely and how has your wrong. perception changed? Yeah. I tell you. I'll tell you everything. Okay. So I'll a first. You ask me how do you feel. I feel the same because I was blessed by being born in a family where I didn't have to think about anything. My parents didn't let me think about how to pay rent or how to eat food or how to pay your electricity bill bills or even the smallest things like maybe not buy the clothes which you want to buy. Maybe not just going out with friends if you want to go out. Not eating at a restaurant. If you, Yeah, they always said no for eating desserts in the restaurant because if you come from a middle class family, you can't order ice cream for 200 bucks which you can get outside of 20 rupees. So that was the only obligation. But everything else feels same. Nothing has changed. I was living a comfortable life then. I was living, I'm living comfortable now. The only thing which has changed is perception towards how I'm spending my money and how I'm making my money. Earlier, I used to trade my time to create wealth. I was like, I need to work 24 hours in a day or I'll just hustle hard to make every second worth it. And I'll make enough money where I'll have a fancy car, a fancy house, you know, a fancy villa. All of that. But it's all same. Nothing matters. Doesn't at all. Once you get all of this, you realize living in 2BHK is as satisfactory and happy as living in a 10BHK bungalow. It's same. So your race is not about the money. Your race is about the freedom. And that is what people need to think about. From day one, if you feel, what do people want? Like you, me, somebody who is struggling to get his food for the night or somebody who has billion dollars in his bank. What do all of these people want? Average people, people at the top, people at the bottom. What do they want? Everybody wants one thing. Happiness. We all want to be happy. And happiness comes from freedom. Some people want financial freedom so that they can buy whatever they want to buy. They can do whatever they want to do. right? Some people want emotional freedom so that their relationship goes really smooth. They don't have to think about their parents. They don't have to think about their spouse. They don't have to think about anything else. Some people think about freedom from society where they don't have, there's no status building or a cutthroat competition for status, right? Where main zada bada, main zada bada. my neighbors got this car, so I want another car. It's everything is race. We just want freedom to be able to feel completely happy with ourselves. And that is what everybody need to realize. Because if you start creating wealth or if you start earning money from day one on the basis of this thing that happiness over everything, then the way you do it is different. If you are an entrepreneur, you don't have to hustle for 24 hours, 24 into 7. You don't have to do that. Entrepreneurship means that you are able to do whatever you want to do whenever you want to do. There is no deadline. There is no strict rules. That's why you don't want to work in a job and you want to create something on your own. So why are you forcing yourself to struggle for 24-7? If you don't feel like working, don't work for two days. It's up to you. 
and that comes from this freedom and that's what the freedom is where you don't have to work 24/7 where you can work when you feel like that comes from your detachment okay people feel that just because they're going to be in a mercedes their life is going to be really 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 good just because they got a bmw their life is going to be really happy it's not going to be happy if you are not happy in your public transport in a metro you won't be happy in your bmw either wow and i think that you know that stems from the fact that trying to confuse happiness and pleasure i think that's where you know it's it's important to understand what a pleasure is and what happiness is i tell you i i'm a strong believer of that happiness comes from freedom most of people feel whether it's pleasure whether it's materialistic things whether it's anything mm. your happiness is not that you have that bmw your happiness mm. will be, can you afford that bmw when you feel like driving it mm. yep that is what you want you don't want 1 crore rupee car you want that 1 crore in your hand so that if you feel like आज अगर मेरा मन हुआ बीएम चलाने का तो मैं चलाऊंगा आज अगर मेरा मन हुआ कि मुझे घर में नहीं काम करना सिर्फ सोना है तो मैं सोऊंगा इफ टुडे आई फील लाइक दैट आई जस्ट वांट टू स्पेंड ऑन अ लैविश वेकेशन टुनाइट आई जस्ट वांट टू फ्लाई डाउन टू यूनाइटेड स्टेट्स ऑफ अमेरिका एंड गो देयर फॉर वन वीक ऑफ जस्ट रिलैक्सेशन आई शुड बी एबल टू डू दैट दैट इज व्हाट यू वांट दैट इज व्हाई यू आर मेकिंग मनी यू वांट दैट रोलेक्स बिकॉज़ यू कैन शो इट टू 10 पीपल अराउंड यू If you're broke and you want Rolex, you have no clue about what Rolex is. You just want it because you want to show it to other people. So that's you just want that freedom to be completely yourself and not feel inferior in front of the world. That is what you that's want. Deep. So that's powerful, right? And that's what you want. Like you just want that freedom, and that will give you happiness. So when we dig down happiness, I always say that like happiness comes from freedom, and freedom there are four types of freedom. so one we talked about financial freedom second we talked about emotional freedom third we talked about societal freedom and the fourth is a psychological freedom financial freedom is when you are making more money than you're spending without investing your working hours actively hmm. let me paraphrase it again hmm. when you are able to make enough money without working which supports your lifestyle that is financial freedom it is not lamborghini in your garage or 1 billion dollar in your bank account financial freedom means if you're spending 1 lakh a month you should have enough assets that they are doing it for you you don't have to work automatically your 1 lakh is getting taken care of if your expenses are 10000 and you can make passively 10000 that's good so that's a financial freedom now second is the emotional freedom emotional freedom is most of the people of my age would agree to it that no matter what you want in your life you feel that you you don't have freedom you have to ask everything from your mom or dad whether it's career decision whether it's deciding your spouse or getting a girlfriend or whether it's about moving to a different city whether it's about changing job whatever you feel like this always you need to convince someone else and you don't have that power to do everything or anything by yourself that is freedom you want that is why you feel like I want to be able to make enough money so that I can live on my own and then take my own decision. Taking your own decision is you are detaching yourself from all the emotional barriers which are stopping you. Many people it it's your husband or wife. Most of the wives feel that their husbands are not allowing her to do what she really wants to do. Or most of the husbands feel like she's not letting 
him do whatever he wants to do that's emotional freedom then comes your societal freedom societal freedom is you are at a level where you don't feel inferior in front of anyone mhm that is what you want you want to be superior in front of because since the beginning you have been taught that beta shaadi mein ja rahe ho wahan pe tumhe 100 log dikhenge un 100 logon ke samne tumhe bahut acha dikhna hai hmm tum ghar mein kaise bhi dikho chalta hai you are not taught that you need to upgrade your status and be superior in front of you in front of the man who standing in front of the mirror you are taught that you need to be superior and look good and better than everyone else who's there to judge you so from the beginning you are taught that you need to be superior in india specifically when this it's a status driven society yeah i don't know how many middle class people can agree to it but especially when you're going to a wedding you always club and go in one car of one of your friends or one of your relatives who has the better car that's what people do i that's a very vivid image i have you do that yeah if you just have a two wheeler you don't have a car you call your friends and be like yaar mujhe leke chal chalega kya because everybody wants to put their best foot forward okay so you need freedom from that that i should be able to live the way i want to live without caring about judgments of other people right without caring about other judgments so status se mujhe free hona hai and that comes from the acceptance where you accept yourself completely when you accept yourself how we have achieved that level like how do we feel that once we have the money once my family is settled and once my family accepts me the way i am the way what i'm doing they feel proud in me then i'll be confident enough to go out and be confident in front of the world that i have the money i have the emotions and then there you go and then is the fourth level which is psychological freedom which completely shatters the all three freedoms which we talked about that is the ultra edge that is absolute happiness that's peace in motion what do i mean by that at every point since the beginning till the time we realize that these three freedoms which we talked about are irrelevant till we reach to that point we are till 1 1 2 3 in all three cases in whatever age you get maybe it's 20 with 40 with 60 most of the people get at 60s or 50s okay retirement years the psychological freedom means for a very long time for the maximum part of your life you feel about i need freedom to freedom to do whatever i want to do freedom to buy whatever i want to buy freedom to talk to whoever i want to do freedom to go wherever i want to go freedom to feel and take decisions the kind of decision i want to make everything is freedom to but that's irrelevant because the real freedom is freedom from freedom from anger freedom from judgment freedom from myself where i'm overjudging myself freedom from me not having the mood swings which i have freedom from cravings of the things which are bad for me everything is freedom from so once you realize that's a psychological freedom that even i haven't achieved yet <laughs> i am still the freedom too i'm i'm still a kid but that is what freedom is the real freedom is when you free yourself from the needs and the desires which external environment has formed and implied on you you are not born with the fact that you know what i need to earn x amount of money you are not born with the fact that i need freedom from my family you are not born with the fact that i need to be really superior in in my society you have been taught since the beginning you have been conditioned that way so every time you are like freedom too the moment you realize that everything you 
need to achieve the kind of happiness which you need in life comes from freedom from then you achieve everything when you kill everything which you have been conditioned for you uncondition yourself and then you try to free yourself from the emotions which you have and then you then you're bliss every moment you're enjoying this is super powerful and what i can get from this is and also correct me if if i'm wrong right so the first thing is like it begins with the self acceptance where you accept yourself where you are absolutely at peace with yourself where yep. you know you don't let anyone else to say otherwise that you are not good enough you are not enough you can't do this because oftentimes it so happens that people are passing on their own limitation and conditioning not necessarily is going to be true for you or your case if i say that raj this can't happen then not necessarily that you know raj can't do that that's probably i believe that i can't do it i i have a i have a t- different take for it okay so i'm sorry i'm cutting you here but first is acceptance absolutely okay but you need to accept that if you're not good enough then you're not the first stage of growth is realization yeah so once you realize that okay if other people are telling you that you suck then you do you really need to get above that mm-hmm. why is other person feeling like you suck they are not your enemies they feel that there are 10 other people who are doing the same thing better than you and this is a race no matter how hard we try to deny it so you need to realize i suck but now i need to change that today i suck tomorrow i'm going to be rockstar so the whole game is accepting that even if you think that you're useless accept it it's nothing bad nobody nobody was born a rockstar mm. every painter every billionaire every successful content creator every monk everybody was born in a way where they were not able to decide when to walk when to pee when to poop they don't know we all were born in the same way right we were just walking playing in our own pee and own poop like fuckers we don't know anything so we all were horrible since the beginning so there's no no matter where we start we are horrible so you need to accept that once you accept that then you start thinking about how can i become better now if i will not admit that i speak in a bad way mm-hmm. then how will i ever take that one course to improve my public speaking skills mm. how will i ever take that one step which will improve my communication skills which will improve my persuasion skills if i know that i am not fit and i'm really lazy if i don't accept that how will i ever wake up and go run so acceptance is it's not about telling yourself no bro you are really good the world is stupid they are limited like let them say whatever you say you are you are a rock star no fucker you're not you accept the reality whoever you are you are you can't change what you have done to yourself right now or where, where you are born and how you have born how you have been born right you can't change your now you can change your tomorrow mm. so accept your now because of the past whatever has happened has happened this is how you are this is how i am i don't have six packs but tomorrow i will have i'm working towards it and i'm genuinely working towards it <laughs> yeah you are <laughs> yeah it starts with acceptance right where you accept where you are and you accept where you want to go or maybe see what 
it's going to take for you to go from where you are to where you want to be, right? So once you have the acceptance and once you've accepted, okay, and the sense where I said acceptance is from the perspective that you accept yourself and not trying to be someone else. Absolutely. That's the kind of perspective where I said like, you know, when you accept yourself, you accept the way you are and then see, as you said, right, if there's anything that I need that's hindering my growth, where, you know, I'm really bad at it and I can't do this. And then I look at two things. Number one, is this going to hinder in my goals or something that I want to achieve in my life? Should I focus and get better at it? Or should I look other way around, which is my strengths? Like, what if I, you know, totally give up on this and this is not going to hinder and that's okay. I don't have to spend half, you know, all my life focusing and trying and becoming good at something that I'm not. And, uh, you know, instead I can play on my strengths and maybe do something else, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I think leveraging your strength is the most underrated thing. It's something which we have not taught. That's a fault of the society we live in. And I say this bolded out loud because since the beginning, we've been taught that, you know what? You failed in math, take extra classes. You topped science, you should take extra classes for that. You really need to do that. Double down on your strengths. If you suck at math, you're probably going to suck at math. Start working on something which you love. So that's the fault of our society that we try to cover our weaknesses. We try to polish our weaknesses. And in that process, we forget that we have some strengths. If we polish even a bit of that, we'll be unstoppable. Not everybody can be everybody. Even in the business, even in the business, I feel businessman's job is full. It's complete. There's no skill which a businessman doesn't need, which an entrepreneur doesn't need. There's no skill. He needs everything. But even the top of the top entrepreneurs realize that they are good at one thing and they only need to do that. If you're good with numbers, you stick to accounts, finance, numbers. Okay. If you're good with coding, you stick to that. If you're good with sales and marketing, you stick with that. Like Steve Jobs was not building product. He was building perception and bringing ideas because he was good at imagining things which were not possible. Yeah. He didn't sit down and be like, you know what? I run a billion dollar empire, but today I suck at maths. So I should start taking care of my finances in the apple. thinking party iPod kisi aur ko banane dete hai. Let me cover my weaknesses first. Yeah. It doesn't happen like that. And that's that's the problem with our society. We have been taught since the beginning, oh, you suck at that, you should improve that. Bro, I, I rock at this one thing, I should double down on that. 90% of us are slipping through our life without even realizing what my strengths are and what my weaknesses are. And I think that's where the awareness comes in, where you become aware of like, what is it that I'm good at? And, and then comes the acceptance. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a very simple check for uh, realizing, I call it self-realization check before bed. So every night you go back to bed, it's a very simple way to analyze your strengths and weaknesses. Okay. You make positive, you make negative. Then you just write, let's say, Raj, they, there's positive, there's negative. And then there's a different column where you list down everything which you have done in the entire day. So, you first list down, I have done, today I woke up at 3 p.m. Then I did a plank. Then I brushed my teeth. 
then i took breakfast which was healthy then i read a book then i spoke to my fellow entrepreneur then i did one podcast then i uploaded a content piece then i learned something then i watched an episode of house of cards then i got on another podcast then i stalked people on instagram then i was thinking about what all did i talk about in my podcast and what all questions did i ask so i just shared that as a tweet Mm. Okay, and now I'm dead tired. I want to sleep, and I skipped the dinner. I slept. Okay, the next morning when I wake up, I write all these things. Now all I have to do is put a plus or a minus sign in front of each of them. This I feel is a positive thing which I did. This I feel is a negative thing I did. This is positive. This is negative. This is positive. This is negative. Okay, so negative. I didn't eat dinner. Negative. I didn't talk to my mom. Negative. I didn't work on my course. negative i didn't work on my book and positive can be that i spoke positive can be i shared my content i ate good breakfast positive can be i shared with the world that i ate breakfast positive can be i shared my stories positive that i talked okay so you just put plus minus plus minus you do that for 7 days all the positives which you do they all will be like something which will be very very resembling with each other very relative Seven days. You do it for a month, thirty days. You're gonna find that all positive is the same, and then all the positive things when you write down, you can easily analyze your strength. Where are you spending your maximum time without even realizing it? And the place where you spend your maximum time is something you're really good at. So I am spending most of my time in creating content and talking to people, in creating podcasts, in creating tweets. that is my maximum day so i'm really good at that's my strength now i need to work on that so that it becomes something i get really really good at that's my strength positives negatives you can easily find your strengths and weaknesses within next 7 days i bet on this because the place where you're spending most of your time without even realizing it is something which you're really good at and then you need to just capitalize on this and double down on that thing and become the best person in that one and bingo nobody can beat you in the world awesome so it's great that you say that one thing and for me like when i look back at my own life and when i look at people who have done really good in their life they have just stick to one thing whatever that is they just picked one thing they believed in that and they just stick to it right and i think that's super strength a lot of people can have because believing and staying on something for like 3 4 5 years and you know just staying on the course is extremely extremely difficult for a lot of people yep that is it's difficult but you need to realize that nobody ever achieved something significant in their life by bouncing on to 10 different things they did one thing till the time it failed bad where they couldn't get up so they tried another thing then they stuck to that thing until that failed then they stuck to another thing that until that failed then they stuck to another thing for 10 years and then that succeeded and one of the biggest things i want to share with everyone who's listening this tell me one field in today's world one skill where you can't make money tell me one skill which you have and you can't make money in today's world you can make money in anything you can be happy with anything provided you are the best person for that pick up any goddamn one thing 
Just talk to people. God damn it, you can become Joe Rogan and get hundred million dollars in your bank account, right? He did nothing for ten years. He just called people on his set and just spoke to them for hours. Yeah. He is getting paid to talk. He doesn't even have a structure. Yeah, but then sticking to ten years to one thing—that's what you need, right? Absolutely. That that's what you need. That's what is required. My only big thing is so. I don't feel that anything you're born with. Yeah. Everything is conditioned once you're born, after you're born. Okay. So I was not a born speaker, or you're not a born podcaster. We started. We liked. We saw someone else. We thought, oh, yar, ye to sahi lag raha hai. Main try karta hu. Then you start trying it. Then people appreciate you. Then you're like, oh my god, this is my passion. Yeah. It's not your passion in the beginning. Just five people complimented you for that thing, so you feel really good and validated. So you want to do it more. Yeah. That's it. It's not your fucking passion. Mm. Then you do it again and again. You're so deep into it. You're trying to get yourself better because you're getting compliments. You're getting validated by other people, right? So you're getting compliments. You do more. You're like, I want to do it better. I want to do it better. You're deep down into it. One year later, you realize, fuck. Now this is all I know. This yeah. is all I'm interested about. These are the people I look up to. I have role models who are in this field. I read books which is of this field. I read content which is that field. System out of it. You, exactly, you have created an entire world around you, and then then it becomes your passion. So, most of the people after one year, when when it's actually time, when it's your passion and you know everything about it, and now it's your time to start capitalizing on it. You feel like, yeah, Abhi, that result is not here. A podcasting for me is not. Let me do something else. Yeah, and bingo. This was not my passion. This mm. is not something which is giving me results. This is not something that, bro. It's just one year. Nothing starts before one year. Yeah. Now imagine, okay. Now this one person is feeling this is not my passion. So he tries and wastes another year to find something good. Mm. Then he finds that. Then he does that for one year, and then again he realizes, fuck, even this is not for me. So he's he's technically wasting years, years after years after years. And end me after fifty years, he'll re- he'll be like, oh, you know what? When I was twenty two, I should have started that college band with my boys. When I was twenty seven, I should have quit that job and started stand up comedy. Oh, when I was twenty three, I should have listened to some stupid person called Raj Shamani on BJ's podcast. He like fucker. I should also start creating content or become a public speaker. My life would have been different. And then realize, and then you start regretting. As you grow older, you realize it has always been about just one thing. That one thing, if you become good at, if you stick to it, see, there's no science. You choose one thing, you do it. You do it better than others. You get complimented. When people compliment you, you start doing it more. When you do it more, you create a world around it. Once you create a world around it, you start getting good at it. Now you really need to get best at it. And once you stick to it for long, no, you don't need to become good at. It. Just stick to it for next ten years. You automatically become better than ninety-five percent of the people around the world. Yeah. So if you're sticking to it, only sticking is making you to five percent club. What else do you need? Yeah. It's, it's it's very you know important that you say that. You know, I was looking at like the podcast thing. There are two point two million podcasts, and everybody's like, oh my god, everybody's getting into podcasts. There are two point two million podcasts right now. And then came another stat, which goes only thirty percent of that two million podcast has gone beyond ten episodes. 
70% people who started did not even reach to their 10th episode, which is, if you think about like a weekly release schedule, they didn't even reach the third month. They gave up in the second month because I did not get enough listeners. Nobody's listening to my thing. I don't think I'm a good interviewer. I can interview people. I don't think I can have conversations. And like 70% people are gone. And even when you now zoom in into that 30, I think only the number that came out was only a few hundred thousand out of million that is actively putting the content out. I think I can't stress on the fact that sticking to the long, but this one thing that I would like to add to this and you'd agree as well. It's okay for you to test different things in the beginning to make sure that you enjoy the process. Because at the end of, because Ras said that and Vijay said this, you know what? Pick one thing and stick to it. You don't have to stick to the first thing that you, uh, you know, pick. Go and test and see if that's something that you really enjoy or maybe, you know, if that's something you enjoy the process of it. Like, you know, when I started my podcast for the first six months, 20 people were listening. 20, 2-0 for the first six months. But the only thing that got me going was because I would love having conversations staying awake in the night. I would wake up every single morning to edit my podcast. And that was giving me high. Like I was enjoying the process and everything else, everything else, because I was enjoying it and then followed, right? Whether that's, you know, listeners coming and listening to it, whether that's, you know, being able to monetize it, whatever that is, everything followed just because enjoying the process. Yep. I now there are two things, okay? One, you pick up something which you're already doing. Mm. That's what I said. Self-actualization test before bed. So before bed, whatever you have done, you write it down and then you pick up your own behavior, your own uh, habits, your own activities, which you have been doing it subconsciously and you have been utilizing your maximum time there. That's what you got to pick it up. So first, like if you want to pick one thing and stick to it, stick to something which you're already sticking to. Yes. Okay. I tell you, okay, the most weirdest job that's, I think it's a wrong sentence, but the weirdest job I've heard of, one of my friends, he works in a tech company. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he has zero knowledge about tech. What was his passion in an interview when he was asked? I love stalking people on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I love stalking people on Instagram. Mm. They asked him, why do you say so? He's like, when I look at look back at my time, I have been actively stalking people for three to four hours a day. Just anyone and everyone. If somebody follows me or somebody follows my girlfriend or somebody follows some celebrity, somebody follows someone, I just go to their profile. I check everything they do, the people they hang out with. I just go on beyond just people and numbers and be like, kisko kitne likes are and who's uploading at what time. I just go do all of this because I enjoy, I love stalking, I love gossiping. I just want to find out something about someone. That was sin literally got hired for this thing that you are here you're getting two lakhs per month as salary Mm. because you have to collect data on influencers who are coming up and just see what they are doing Mm. so you just need to be true to yourself whatever you love doing find out how you can monetize that and then stick to it if he loves talking it means his researching skills are really good on social media platforms that is a goddamn skill which most of the predictive analysis companies are looking for. So, you don't tell me that you are not doing something which is useful to someone. 
वी ऑल आर डूइंग समथिंग सबकॉन्शियसली और कॉन्शियसली विच इज यूजफुल टू समन ऑल यू नीड टू डू इज पिक दैट वन थिंग एंड देन स्टिक टू इट टू रिफाइन एड एंड पॉलिश इट सो दैट इट बिकम्स यूजफुल टू समन दैट्स इट सो लेट्स इट Talking is not going to land you a job. Hmm. His researching skills got him. Yeah. Talking to each other is not going to get us money. Converting these talks into an interesting piece of content, which can be shared with people, which will be useful for audience, that can be done. Yeah, I love talking. You can be like, oh, you know what? I talk to ten people. Bro, polish it. Yeah. You can be like, I love acting. I can't be like, oh, you know what? I talk to ten people. that can't be done creating content will no matter what you are doing is useful to someone it's just you have not polished it enough or presented it or packaged it in a way where you are not able to convince someone else that they need it everybody needs something somewhere someone needs something which you have already and prove me wrong i am here right here you can take all my instagram uh, like all my social media channels text me prove me wrong tell me something which you are doing and it's not even if you are sitting on your pot every morning and thinking about ki aasman neela kyun aur pani geela kyun it means you have good critical thinking skills you just need to polish it in a way which will be helpful for some startup who's trying to build a tech product that's critical thinking even if you're just curious and you sit every morning on a pot you take 1 hour instead of 10 minutes that's a powerful skill to have you just need to polish it in a way which can be useful for other people so pick that skill and do that now come the second part where you talk about you need to love the process you can't love the process until you detach yourself from the rewards yes if you are doing it for the rewards yeah you won't be able to detach yourself from the process you won't enjoy the process you'll always you'll have that dopamine rush ki i achieve it and then i love it mm. i i accomplish a task then i love it there's no harm in that as well there's nothing but if you want to test the waters then you really need to really need to detach yourself from rewards rewards is good we all are working for rewards hum log sab we at the end of the day we all are monkeys man we all are trying for that one banana fruit which is there on the tree there are 100 other monkeys whoever reaches first gets the banana mm. we all are aiming for that banana but it really 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 important for you and me and everyone to realize that at the end of the day we all are just monkeys we all are just trying to chase that banana only and in the end if you are good enough you are going to get the banana so there's no point to go hard on yourself there's no point to attach your happiness with just Like choice is yours, banana. You're gonna get it. Mm. Every monkey is gonna get banana if you're gonna be alive. So if you're dead, that means you didn't get banana. You didn't get something which you wanted to. You didn't get things which you need in order to survive. That's why you're dead. So if you're dead, it doesn't matter anyway. But if you're alive, you're gonna get it. Now the choice is yours whether you enjoy the process of getting that banana. और यू जस्ट कंपेयर योर सेल्फ विद अदर मंकीज एंड बी लाइक ओ ये ज्यादा उछल गया ये मुझसे आगे निकल गया और ये पहुंच गया इसने उठा लिया यू गोना गेट इट इट्स ओके सो माय एनालॉजी टू दैट इज ईच एंड एवरी वन ऑफ इज वी ऑल आर एट द एंड ऑफ द डे वर्किंग फॉर रिवॉर्ड्स ओनली बट एंजॉय द प्रोसेस बिकॉज एट द एंड ऑफ द डे वी ऑल आर जस्ट मंकीज डोंट गो हार्ड ऑन योर 
क्या कर लिया हमने आके नथिंग बिफोर आफ्टर अस ब्रो इट सो चिल इफ आई डाई टूमोरो नथिंग ऑन अ मैटर बट इफ आई एम अ लाइफ आई विल ईट फूड बिकॉज दैट्स ओनली थिंग विच विल कीप मी अफ सो आई एम गेटिंग दैट वट्स द पॉइंट ऑफ ओवर थिंकिंग एंड अटैचिंग क्योंकि जब मुझे खाना मिलेगा मैं तभी खुश होगा वाई वो हैपन नो आई मीन लाइक जस्ट processing that it's going super deep way deeper than i thought it would be so i'm i'm really processing <laughs> a lot of it which is amazing which is amazing and i think there's a lot of food for thought for a lot of people listening to this as well so then the first step you said is wealth creation yeah financial freedom financial freedom and wealth creation do you think that is possible for everyone absolutely so this is how you create wealth okay so wealth creation means making money All the freedom, okay, we talked about. They come in process. They come in step. First step is wealth creation, financial freedom. Second step is emotional freedom. Third is societal. Fourth is psychological. So first, in order to reach to a level where you are like Buddha, me, the world has achieved it. You need to achieve something, because until you get money, you won't realize that you don't need money. Period. Yeah. Everybody who says that money is not not the most important thing has money. Yeah. Everybody who says it. Like from your Bill Gates to your normal people to your Padoska uncle, everyone who says that you know money, success, fame are not the most important things in life, they have achieved it all. That's why they know that they are not the most important things in life. Okay, or they have never achieved it. That's why they just want to repelling it. कि यार हमसे तो हो नहीं पाएगा तुम भी छोड़ दो. So that yeah. is obvious. Yeah. First thing is financial freedom. Now, how do you achieve financial freedom? Okay, there's a simple way. We talked about one thing. So one thing means, okay, how do you create wealth? First, you need to understand why people pay you, because you give them something which they need. Yeah. When now there are hundred people giving the same thing, which people need, or people don't need, how do you stand out? You stand out by getting better. It's as simple. You pick up one thing, one specific knowledge, one specific skills. So you use that as your leverage. in the world why people are able to make money because they have some kind of leverage either they have 100 people working for them so it's a people leverage either they have 1 million dollar to start their business so they have money leverage or they have you know built some kind of software proprietary patent formula copy, like kuch aisa bana liya which is which nobody else in the world knows so they have that intellectual property leverage or they have the leverage of knowledge so i feel people is very difficult money is very difficult coding or intellectual property or formula even that's very difficult but specific knowledge leverage is easy as hell in the internet era yeah so you need to have leverage over people matlab leverage means advantage yeah what is that you have that other people don't have it can be either money it can be the people it can be the some kind of formula or an intellectual property or it can be knowledge so you need to have the knowledge about one thing one specific thing and you need to have so much you need to be the expert that one person for that one particular thing once you become that you have leverage over everyone who's trying to get everyone once you have that bingo you make tons of money it's easy i'm not going to get in nitty gritties of be like you know you need to innovate become an innovator become an entrepreneur do pave your own path bro that's difficult it's not easy it's very difficult for people to come up with another apple iphone 
नहीं तो सौ लोग कर चुके होते राइट इट्स वेरी डिफिकल्ट फॉर पीपल टू कम अप विथ लाइक टू बीट मुकेश अंबानी बिकॉज ही हैज द मनी लेवरेज कुछ नहीं कर सकते तुम ही कैन कम इन विद जियो ही कैन बीट द एंटायर कंट्री and then there's another one which is people leverage where like okay have you heard of dabba walas yeah yeah i know absolutely so they have the people leverage yes you can't beat their network hmm. right so you need to beat people something which is very easy so that in easier terms if you can amass money once you have money then you can hire the right people then you can accumulate more wealth then you can have all the kind of leverage hmm. but first is how do you make money for the first thing so you pick up one thing You've learned so much about it. You experiment so much. You get so good at that one thing that you are the best person for that. So that you get paid the most. Specific knowledge leverage is the best thing on planet Earth and the easiest right now. If you are somebody who's who's just starting, who's alone, who feels like I don't know how to create wealth. If you're asking this question, it means you don't have any leverage right now. Mm. If you had a leverage, you know the way. Somebody who has right people working for him, hundred people, he's not asking how to create wealth. Somebody who has five million dollars in his bank is not asking how to create wealth. He knows where to invest his five million dollars so that he can make more money. Somebody who has nothing is asking how to create wealth and how to achieve financial freedom. So your way is pick up one thing which you're really interested at, become the best in the fucking world. If not the world, then your country. If not the country, then your city. If not the city, then your locality at least. Become the best person in that. Once you are best in that, people will come to you. People will flock to you, and then you can charge them a premium. and you don't have to become best of everything bj doesn't have to become the best youtuber in the world raj doesn't have to become the best podcaster in the world we just need to stick to our thing it has to be like if tomorrow when somebody come on my channel if like raj is i speak well let's say i am trying to improve my communication skills and i'm i'm getting really better at that like i'm trying to hone my skill at that i'm trying to get better at that particular skill i am not going out there and be like you know what i'll be the best youtuber out there no i'm not even competing my way of creating wealth is come bro i'm ready for everyone that i know how to communicate better than you and i can do that on my channel on my podcast and that is where i beat you and if you want to beat me in that you can't if you're starting today because i'm already 8 years ahead of you hmm i can't see this in other field if i decide today that oh communication skills are dying no it's not somebody will come and pay me for it imagine if mukesh amani has for example has a granddaughter or a grandson gets somebody okay and then that person mukesh amani decides that he needs to become the best speaker so that the way he starts speaking reliance ka pura amc annual general meeting or agm should shake hmm. then he would come to me and be like train him so specific knowledge leverage is the best way to amass wealth in today's world it's easiest way best because it's easiest and nobody can take it away from you i'm just giving extreme examples so that i would really want people to imagine of that level okay i'm not saying that the richest man on planet like or richest man in the country is going to come to me and ask me i'm not that big yet one day sure <laughs> but not today i'm just giving an extreme example of imagination so you can create wealth by us leveraging that okay now you have to have leverage and then with leverage what i feel in today's world is really important is distribution mm. so leverage means you need to build okay so specific knowledge matlab 
you need to build that knowledge you need to build yourself in a way so that you are the best person for this one thing the second part of it comes is you need to distribute it if i am the best person on it i am the best communicator if i am the best person to teach you communication skills then you should also know about it if you don't know my skills are useless zero right so i need to distribute it on so many platforms so many channels so that it reaches you in a right way that's why i am launching my own course so i'm launching my own course i'm running my own ads because now i have money to run ads and with that ads i'm going to tell everybody hey listen i'm teaching a public speaking course i'm teaching a communication skills course which has helped me a lot in my life and helped me amass a wealth let me teach you the same thing and i'm distributing it i'm distributing through my content i'm distributing through my ads i'm distributing with the power of people with the power of money with the power of my content everything so you need to distribute as well so first is build second is sell distribution means sell you need to sell yourself out there you need to be really good at sales skills sales again comes to persuasion persuasion has the fundamental of communication you can't be a good persuader you can't influence people you can't be a good sales person if you can't speak well more than speaking if you can't communicate well right so building and selling these are the only two skills or the two concepts you need to understand in your life in order to achieve any amount of wealth you can go beyond what you have thought in your life with just these two things build and sell building is about mindset selling is about psychology mm. so you need to have the right mindset so building is you need to learn and acquire and learn from the right people who has already done the same thing which you want to learn yes so i have this rule that okay the best way to build yourself up the best way to build your mindset is hold a hand of the person who's already who's already done, done something which you want to achieve absolutely i'm giving you my example because i can just right now see it it's like if you feel like oh raj talks well hold raj's hand and forget about everything else if you feel that bj is the excellent interviewer hold bj's hand and did do that if you want to become an interviewer whatever you want to do find your role model in that field learn everything from that person buy everything which they are selling consume everything which they are talking about do anything and everything just try to stay connected to them mm. that's the fastest way to build yourself and then comes the second part which is selling it's psychology so build is mindset sell is psychology you need to understand yourself and people if you can't understand why we are talking right now why am i giving my time to this guy and why he is giving his time to me why we are asking these kind of questions why am i over explaining myself if you can't understand over all of that nothing is going to help you out because until you understand the psychology of what's going on in other person's mind you won't be able to tell a difference between what they want and what do they not mm and you just need to press on the on the thing where they want something but they are resistant to buy it mm. once you understand that you have got it there you go that's the simplest way to achieve wealth that's amazing and that makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense and yeah i don't i really don't want to go in nitty gritties of like oh you know what you should start investing you should mm. start mutual funds you should start that bro if you have money you'll figure it out you'll there are hundreds out. of financial advisors to help you out if you have 10000 a month extra you know there are financial advisors to advise you mutual funds if you have 
50 lakhs a month ex- extra, then you have portfolio management service providers who can handle your portfolio for you and help you grow your wealth. If you have 1 crore a month extra, then you will have tons of people approaching you for investing in their businesses. You don't need my advice after that. You just need my advice to reach your first 10,000, first 10 lakh, first 20 lakh, first 1 crore. And that you can do it with build and sell. So where do you see future headed with uh, and what are the things that people should really be looking at? It's inevitable that everything is going to be controlled by the robots. Mm. Okay. It's inevitable. We can't stop that. Yeah. The only thing which can stop that is selling skills. Robot can't persuade you. Mm. Because selling has a deep core involved apart from need and want, demand and supply gap. There's a deep core thing involved which is called trust. Hmm. And you will be able to trust a human way more than you will be able to trust a machine. So that's there. Once you will be able to sell, I think the future is future skills if you're talking about that is selling. Okay, that's one. Persuasion skill. And number two, which I feel is branding. Hmm. So everything when co- will be controlled with computers. There will be two or three people or ten people or one person in every field who will have the power to tweet one thing to fuck up the entire algorithm of computer. Mm. We have already started seeing that. One person tweets about one thing, the entire currency or the entire technology starts seeing the spike because the world starts believing that. The moment Elon Musk tweets, oh, Doge. Zip. <laughs> Doge is up. It's controlled by computers. It's Nobody's controlling that currency, right? It's the influence that person has, that the personal brand that person has built where thousands of these reckless people of monkeys who are trying to capture that fruit because that one person at the top says, this is the fruit we all should want, we all should get. So the future is personal branding. And to break it down, in simpler words, to in if, you, if I talk too much psychology and all of that, let me break it down for people to understand it better, is when it was our parents' time or grandparents' time, when we had to buy an air conditioner or let's say refrigerator. So if you want to buy the new fridge for our house, our parents would ask their five friends and be like, yeah, do you know something? So their one of their friends will be one of the most trusted people who will be like, oh, you know what? I have one friend who sells really good fridge. You should go check his shop. Whatever he suggests, you should take it. He's a trustable person. Yes. So you go with that. You trust that person, right? That used to happen whenever parents uh, generation. Now, if you want to buy a fridge, you are not going to ask five of your friends. You are going to go on Google and search for the best possible one. Now, when you go to Google today, you find 10 fridges which are exactly same. 10 companies which are exactly same servicing, same thing same services, same features, same price. Now what do I buy? Then you will see someone on their Instagram posing with that XYZ fridge and I'm like, oh, yeah, I follow mm. I follow this person and he or she uses that fridge. It means it should be good. Then you'll buy that. You're not going to pick up the phone and talk to five people. You'll just see things. You will be influenced by the people who are influencing you on daily life. So branding is really important. Really, really important personal branding because there's a science behind it as well. 
earlier there was this age where was lack of information so if you're going out of the car showroom there's a sales person who would come to you and sell you a car and tell you all about the features and you'll have to trust him and buy mm. so the person who's selling had more information than the person who's buying it so whatever that person told you you bought it because it, there was lack of information you didn't know you were like it comes to insurance policies as well it comes to whatever those sales people were selling you you were buying because you didn't know so they can even drive you out of fear ambition love or status whatever emotion they triggered you bought because they knew more about the product than you right tum car kharidne jaate the they knew more they told you about the car you bought it because you felt oh lxi model nahi vxi model is the best pick is the sales person tells you so there's lack of information then we moved to an era called information parity which was last couple of years information parity is everybody knows everything so now when a buyer goes to the seller they know what do they want they know the kind of car they want they know the model they want they know that oh if i have 10 lakh rupees then i need to buy sias or i need to buy varna or i need to buy amaze or i need to buy accent because i know which car is the best i know it because there was information parity you knew about it right so here earlier you would trust the person because the person had more information so whoever has the more information you trust that person now there's information parity where everybody knew everybody everything so you trusted who do you trust you trust your instinct because you know more mm. you like you know everything you know equally as a person mm. so there are options you're like i choose the best option now we have come to an era which is information overload where a buyer knows more than the seller a buyer knows that a seller is trying to sell you a car be like you know what sias comes at 10 lakh rupees these are all the features a buyer will come and tell you like you know what 10 lakh rupees mein to wahan par i am getting varna as well i'm getting the same car in 10 lakhs it has all the same features what are you offering me mm. when there are two cars the same and the buyer knows it and you buyer cannot differentiate between which one to buy who stands out the person who has built better trust mm. because service is the same price is same information is same features are same buyer has the same capacity of buying in the overload arena where there's overload of information where buyer can't decide kaun sa kharidu kaun sa kharidu he doesn't know which one to buy at that time buyer will decide based on trust based on the brand value and that is why i feel the future is of the people who can command that premium who can command that personal brand awesome it's uh, been such a such an amazing conversation so now i have something called is enlightening round so are you ready for this this is going to be short was is not enlightening at all <laughs> <laughs> so yes let's get started what inspires you to do everything that you do the fact that everything can be solved with just urge to learn communication skills and people don't know about it and people not aware of it. that that inspires me every day every day i see someone fighting every day i see someone struggling every day i find someone not able to achieve their dreams i know the only reason is personal growth and personal growth starts with just being able to communicate with themselves better just to be able to communicate with other people better that's it if i'm not able to see everyone doing that thing because i've done it for myself i feel bad and that inspires me 
get me out of the bag. What is the one wrong belief about yourself that you have held for the longest period of time in your life? That I know everything. <laughs> Earlier, I used to be like, oh, you know what? Oh, stocks, I know. Oh, podcast, I know. Oh, content creation, I know. Public speaking, I know. That was the worst belief I had. The fact is, people who grow are the ones who realize that you don't know anything. Mm. But I'm willing to learn. So the day I started believing that I don't know, but I am willing to do everything so that I can know at one time is something which I learned in my life. And the worst believers, I know. People who say that I know how to do this, I know how to do that, they, they suck. I should not say this, but you really do suck. You don't know anything. <laughs> Nobody does. And that was bad belief about me. I used to. So what do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for the guy who didn't quit figuring out every goddamn day. I want to be remembered for this person every day who was trying to achieve happiness and trying to figure out how to achieve that freedom which gives him happiness. So I want to be known for that. I want to be known for this one thing that, you know, figuring that Rajmani is the person who's helping everybody else to achieve freedom which they want, which will make them happy. And he's trying to do that by figuring out himself and making mistakes so that other people don't make the same. Awesome. Do you read a lot? How do you consume content? I, I observe a lot. Like, I don't read a lot, but uh, I do read. I won't deny. I read like 10 books in a year. But I observe a lot. A lot. I observe people. I observe, I've observed you in the conversation a lot. I learn from people. You're a very good listener. So I want to have that in my life. <laughs> that's how I learn, brother. Mm. That's how I learn. Yeah. And I think that's a superpower though. So for the past few kind of years, I've been thinking like, hey, you know what? I want to read more and I want to learn more, you know, by the other modes. And then and I realized, like, I'm not one of those, you know, learners who want to be in the classroom and then, you know, tell me everything that you know. Instead, I would, I would go and see what is it that you are doing. I want to learn by seeing what you are doing, not what you are saying or what you are teaching. I say this a lot. People buy what other people are selling, but they should really buy how they Yes. That's a really good point. And that reminds me of when I used to go on these seminars, right? Or the training and then the upsell happens at the end of it the moment the speaker on the stage starts selling everybody's like ah oh, he's gonna sell me another program now half of the people want to run out and i'm like this is amazing and like i have pages and pages of notes of the lines that they have used and the structure that they have followed and then that has helped me in creating my own sales pitch. I never knew, when I was sitting in that audience, I never knew that I'm ever going to sell anything or not, but I would just make notes of that, saying that, you know, I just want to see, you know, I'm not bothered about what is your offer, what is your offering, but I want to see beyond that on how did you structure the whole thing. And like, at the end of it, I have like 20 scripts to go through when I was planning my own sales pitch. So I believe if someone has gotten a stage and good reviews as a position where he can sell something, it means he has some substance. Yep. Or else he wouldn't be able to survive till now. So you really need to dig. I would urge people to buy anything they feel like. Yeah. Don't resist yourself. Buy and then figure out whether it's shit or no. Hmm. 
people call other people shit and fraud before even realizing what do they have to offer yeah the first interaction the first time you come across and then like you judge the person by the look of it by the appearance what not yes yes the the moment someone starts selling you're like oh bechne aa gaya oh fraud a bro if he won't sell he won't be able to make money he won't be able to survive he won't be able to fulfill his dreams that's what we all want and also he he will not be able to serve you if he don't sell then he yeah he won't be able to serve he won't be able to give you the best value which he has because he's holding that value for the last person mm. who is going to buy the bottom of the funnel mm. suraj if you were to start this all over again mm. what are those three things that you would have done differently or maybe started early nothing nothing and nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. i think uh, genuinely i would i will change nothing because everything has shaped me the way i am i never look at past because what's done is done i don't want to change anything if i am here it's because something which must have happened because if i was this wise i'm not wise even today but i'm wiser than before but if i was this wise before i would have been a different person i wouldn't be able to achieve what i've achieved today because anger rage wisdom happiness hunger freedom mindset so many things that helped me emotions parents surrounding city classes failures everything has gotten me here my mistakes my stupidity me trying to lie me trying to pretend someone who i am not i am falling flat when i told people about some lie and people called it off and then i became a joke in the entire school that all i wouldn't even change that that was the worst feeling i had in my life that i lied about going to a trip to dubai just to become cool in front of my friends everybody got it off they i became a joke in that school i will not even change that that was the worst time in my life i wanted to kill myself at that time i don't want to change that either because that shaped me the kind of person i am today so nothing at all but if there's one thing with everyone don't take yourself too seriously mm. don't take you, know, you you have this image of yourself outside you your mind your house or your door nobody gives a fuck about you nobody gives so stop taking yourself too seriously nobody cares about you only you are the one who cares about you you're going to give yourself everything so go easy on you brother yeah or sister <laughs> what are you reading lately or maybe reading about or reading about uh stocks man stocks like i really want to understand uh, wealth creation i really want to understand more about how the financial system of this country works that's what i'm trying to awesome i have one last question that i want to ask to you before i ask i ask you that question if if the people who discovered you for the first time here on this podcast would like to reach out to you maybe can consume more of your content get into your world where they can find you if you want to hear my podcast and my guest which i am getting on and not hear me talking because you already got it here <laughs> if you want to hear people who i find interesting and who i learn from i am getting every mentor and every person who i learn who i want to learn from on my podcast you can check it on figuring out with raj shamani that's my podcast i'll link that up you can just type raj shamani raj shamani on spotify on itunes on podcast anywhere google podcast apple uh, wherever you want to find me you can find it that's one way if you want to learn what i learn 
if you want to see what am I putting out after learning my takes of the world, then you can follow me on Instagram. And uh, if you want to see my takes of how I'm trying to advise young people and brands and influencers, you can go tap me on LinkedIn. And if you just want to see my mind fart, if you just want to see that Raj, if you just want to see what I'm thinking at this point, how I'm taking notes, if you want to see those like the unfiltered raw thoughts, you can find me on Twitter. And everywhere, the handle and the username is same. R-A-J-S-H-A-M-A-N-I at the rate Raj Shamani. That's it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> thank you man this is, this is fun yeah so here's the last question imagine you are standing on a stage and this is the largest stadium that has ever been built in the history of the world there are millions and millions of people on that stadium eagerly and passionately waiting to listen to you and the, you have been given only one minute of time to share the most important lesson that you have learned in your life what would be your message I won't I won't even take one minute you do you, I do me, and let Bill Gates do Bill That's it. I want every person to realize that you need to do what you feel is the best. Everything in the world works. The thing is, you need to find out what works best. You don't need to become Raj. You don't need to become Bill Gates. You don't need to try and follow routine Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos or Carrie Vaynerchuk has. You do you. You do you, I do me, and let Bill Gates do Bill. That's the message I want to give. All right, we have set a new record here with the longest episode ever. So thank you so much, Raz. <laughs> this has been a great conversation. I really enjoyed having you on the show. Been such a great listening to your thoughts. And at this point, I must say that I learned a ton from this episode and the way that you think. It's just been great. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. Thank you for calling here. It has been such an amazing podcast because after a long time, I get. I actually got to filter out my thoughts without a time limit because it's always like, you know, 30 seconds, mein karna hai, one minute, mein karna hai, six minutes, mein karna, like it has been such an amazing time here because after a long time, I just sat there and I thought about things which I've never thought. About. I talked about things which were there deep inside me and I never got a chance to take it out because I was always in a hustle and bust. Thanks for allowing me to take more of your time and making this the longest podcast and giving me this opportunity and I'm grateful that you called me here. Thanks. Man. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Inspiring Talk podcast. You can find the show notes page at theinspiringtalk.com forward slash 115. I would really appreciate if you can take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your Instagram story. When you do that, don't forget to tag Raj at the rate Raj Shamani and me at the rate Bijay Speaks. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next. Now, go out there and do something inspiring.